and welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm super passionate about moving and thinking. On this show, we are going to dive into all things health, fitness, personal development, lifestyle, and political sociocultural. I've always been fascinated by people and I love learning from the experiences and stories of others. This has been a treat for me and I hope this is enjoyable and useful for you. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or any way that I can make this a better experience for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Hello, welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm here today with Clay Clark. He has been on twice before, and uh, we recently saw each other at his Reawaken America tour. You have have two or three more coming up. Well, we're going to be going to Washington uh, slash uh, Idaho, the Washington-Idaho border just outside of Spokane in September. And then we're going to uh, Philadelphia in uh, October, not Philadelphia, but uh, Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania, Mannheim, Pennsylvania in uh, October. So those those are the two right now that we have planned, confirmed. Um, You know, obviously many people would love us to bring it to their neck of the woods and you really have to find a venue that is on fire for the truth uh, to do that because they will be attacked with a relentless fire from uh, negativity in mainstream media. So we're we're working on uh, potentially other ones, but for sure we're doing those two. Okay, awesome. Well, right before we started recording, you're saying that you want to talk talk about this uh, executive order that Biden just signed, and yes. it is really, really scary. Yeah, I don't think people really understand just how scary this could be. So maybe you can talk to us a little bit about what your your thoughts yeah. are on it and what's going on and what we can do about it. And you are, a, a, by the way, I want a, a big shout out to you. You're a very skilled researcher in that you, um, you know, don't ever cover anything on your show unless you put the time and energy into researching it. And I appreciate that about your show. And so Thank for you. anybody out there who's listening, I encourage you to, to fo- follow the boss here, follow her because she does a great job researching. So I'm going to give you some stuff, I but I encourage everybody that. to assume that uh, what I'm saying is hyperbole or that it's not accurate and do your own research. Okay. So first, what I want to do is I want to open our Bibles, if we can, to the very end of the Bible. This is um, not a Bible, but if it was, you'd go to the end of it. That's where you'd find Revelation. So Mm -hmm. you go there and in Revelation, it reads uh, chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. And it says, and he causeth all both small and great, uh, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here's the wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 603 score and six. So, um, you know, you might start to say, well, under what scenario would anybody in their right mind put that technology in their body? And so what we're going to do now is, if, can I do a little screen share? Can I show some Yeah, stuff? yeah. Let me uh, make that accessible. I think it is, but let me just be sure that I have that for you. Oh, yeah. Advanced. And Feeling the flow. Feeling the flow. Right, right. I got it. It's on. You, yep. Oh, cool, cool. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to click here. Um, and as we, we click here, I'm going to just take you to my my screen. And mm-hmm. on my screen, I'm going to pull up some, some clips here for you. So the first uh, thing I want you to look up, folks, is I want you want everyone to look up Executive Order 14067. So I'm going to go ahead and look it up right now. When I look it up, you find the presidency.ucsb.edu. You can find it there. You mm-hmm. can find it on the whitehouse.gov. You can find it on the Federal Registrar. Register. Um, you can find it on Wikipedia. So there's multiple places you can find it. 
So once you find it, then you say, well, what is it? Uh, Okay, well, first off, it was signed on March 9th of 2022. So it was signed um, three months ago. Yeah. Um, Very few people discussed it. Mm-hmm. And so let's go ahead and just talk about what what it is. What it is there's section four of this document that I encourage everyone to really read. So if you if you do pull it up here, what you're going to do, find the document. You go here. You want to go to section four, and you can read all this language yourself, and that'll get. But I'm going to just give you a, a video uh, summary of this. So the first clip I'm going to play for you is a clip that um, this clip. Um, I think I'll wake you up here. Okay, so let me let me play this for you. And uh, the, the the people that are all kind of narrate as I as I play this video again about executive order 14067. Okay, so this is Joe Rogan. Do you feel like you're sounding the alarm? Yes. For people that don't understand what the is going on? So here, I'll put it up for you here. Yeah. So there's the video. Yeah, I don't know if your camera can see that. But no, there's the video. There's him speaking about it. The G7 is launching a set of public policy principles for retail central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote that could be used alongside physical notes and coins. Unlike most of the digital money people use daily today, it would be issued directly by a central bank, like the Bank of England in the UK. Right, so that's the guy who runs our economy in the UK. His name's the Chancellor of the Exchequer. And here is the article. Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming, yeah? And here's a quote from the article. This is in the Telegraph, the one he pulled up, but it was behind a paywall, so I'll just read the quote. Digital cash could be programmed to ensure it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems to be sensible. There it is. Now, you might say, uh, I need to hear it again. That's fair. Okay, so this next audio clip here. Um, again, talking about the same subject. What are, we, what are we talking about? We're talking about Executive Order 14067. And now we have another uh, you know, description of the same technology. This comes to you uh, via uh, Jim Rickards. If you don't know who Jim Rickards is, he's sort of a, known as a guru of all things precious metals. Um, he appears on mainstream media often. Um, and let me hit play here. So here we go. There's an urgent situation unfolding in America. And today I'll unveil all the unnerving details. So let's get started with a critical question. Where were you on March 9th, 2022, when President Biden signed the death warrant on American freedom? On that day, in a hush ceremony at the White House, without the approval of Congress, the states, or the American people, Biden signed into law Executive Order 14067. Buried in his order are a few paragraphs titled Section 4. The language in Section 4 makes Order 14067 the most treacherous act by a sitting president in the history of our republic because Section 4 sets the stage for legal government surveillance of all U.S. citizens, total control over your bank accounts and purchases, and the ability to silence all dissenting voices for good. In this new war on freedom, the Dems aren't coming for your guns. No, they're thinking much bigger than that. Let's stop there. I know it's a lot of information so far. Mm -hmm. Um, What question do you think your listeners would have about Executive Order 14067, which, by the way, uh, goes into effect on December 13th of 2022. So December 13th of 2022, that's when this begins. So I, I think that the big question that people are going to have is, does that mean that there is no more cash? Does it mean that there, uh, like, what are the mechanisms? Because mm. I, I think that a lot of people, when they see these kinds of things, and the reason these things get passed is that under the guise of convenience, 
And so people tend to opt into them because, oh, well, this will make my life so much easier. They couch it in ways that seem very enticing. So I think uh, a lot of people are going to want to know, well, what is the downside to all of this? And certainly, will they still have the option to use all of their other kind of currencies? Let's pull this up here. Um, I'm going to pull up again. I'm going to try to just... One of the things I try to do on the Reawaken America tour and anytime I do interviews, I try to defer to the most intelligent person on the room or the most well-researched person in the room. So the question is, you know, could this happen in America? And if it did happen in America, what does that mean for you? Mm-hmm. Really happened in a democracy? Just ask the truckers in Canada, because that's exactly what happened to them. Yep. The Prime Minister Trudeau was granted special emergency powers during the peaceful trucker protest over his forced vaccination law. He then ordered all banks to freeze the accounts of the protesters and anyone who aided them in any way. And it wasn't just a threat. That fascist froze the bank accounts of nonviolent protesters. He locked up over $6 million in private accounts for protesting a forced vaccination law that truckers believe violated their sovereign human rights. Think about that. They protested his policies, so he took away their money. Think our current government would love to do that? Me too. Under Biden bucks, we'll lose many of our God-given American rights. They'll be replaced by total government surveillance and control. Mm-hmm. For almost all Americans, this would be the death of freedom forever. Yeah. In fact, I fully expect them to implement a social credit rating system like in China. Say the wrong thing on social media, buy the wrong thing, subscribe to the wrong news channel, give money to the wrong candidate, and your rating drops. Suddenly, your Biden bucks are frozen or disappearing from your account. This is already happening in China. There, a low social score gets you officially labeled untrustworthy. They can take away your ability to travel, restrict your internet access, deny your family the best schools or jobs. They may even take away your pets. I'm not kidding. All this is going on today. Where were you on March 9th, 2022, when President Biden- So again, this is, I mean, this is really happening. Yeah, it goes yeah. into effect on December 13th of 2022. So, uh, you know, it's August 18th. So we got September, October, November. And then this is how mm-hmm. it would work, okay? So let's just say that today, Biden, uh, Courtney, he comes out and says, mm-hmm. let's just pretend that he gets a coherent press conference, okay? And he wants to win the favor <laughs> of the people. Let's just pretend that he could speak coherently. He sure, comes sure. out and he says, hey, Upon further review, I feel like censorship is really impacting too many people. And so, therefore, uh, we're going to allow everybody who wants to say anything at all to have all their accounts restored on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. And you can just say whatever you want on all social media. And And the people go, "Woo!" Well, then you and I go to the store. Because we're running low on day day quill, which I probably shouldn't have, but I just got back from the Awaken American Tour in New York, and I'm a little bit under the weather. So you know, you, you you go and you want to get some day quill. So you you show up and you go to swipe your credit card, and they go, boop, and it says not accepted. And you, you, the cashier goes, sir, it's not accepted. And you say, well, why not? He goes, I don't know. Could you try a different form of payment? You go, yeah, sure, no big deal. Because you're thinking, you know, maybe you know the the card was hacked, or you know how these things, or maybe it, maybe it's at its limit. I don't know. So you give another card, boop. Not accepted. And you're, you go, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, I don't know. Try, try a third one. So you go to your card that's like your emergency card. Boop. Not accepted. So you say, well, hey, I'd love to go. I'll just go get some cash. And he says, well, we, we don't take cash anymore, sir. And you say, well, wh- why don't you take cash? And he says, well, because um, cash is um, dangerous. You know, cash 
um, spreads. Uh, it's it's no longer allowed. Cash is dangerous. And that's the next narrative they're trying to push. They're saying that cash and doorknobs could spread monkeypox. Well, and they beta tested that with COVID, didn't they? You remember yep. that there were a lot of places that weren't accepting cash because it was spreading the, the virus. So. so if you look here and you you uh, and you try to, I mean, again, it's hard not to laugh when you think about the idea of how a sexually transmitted disease could be passed via doorknobs. But if you think about this here, so here we go. So I'm just well, reading. One might ask what kind of things people are doing with doorknobs. So it's, right. It's, yeah. And this is uh, People Magazine, August 5th, 2022. And I'm going to just look up the word money on this document so you can see it. And it says here, so uh, monkeypox is a sibling of smallpox. Remember that old mm -hmm. story of the U.S. military giving smallpox infected blankets to the North Americans or right. to the Native Americans? This could absolutely be transmitted in that fashion. She goes on to say, so any high-touch items like money have money. a potential for transmission. Handling money, this is absolutely possible that money, the, the virus monkeypox can be transmitted through items like money as the virus can survive for days in an environment. So that is right now, uh, if you're saying, well, what's the most important thing? Once they ban you based upon your social media posts yeah. or the statements you've made out loud, you're moving into a, a Chinese social credit score. And a lot of people don't know what that is. Right. Um, so I have a video here. I'm going to play it here. And this right. is... Uh, China um, showcasing their, uh, their their system, and it's called the Chinese the Chinese Social Credit Score, and this is very prevalent in China. Um, this is how the system works. Let me pull this up here for you. Let me hit play. Here we go. Everyone has a number based upon what they say, what they buy, where they go their carbon footprint. They're constantly monitored by facial recognition cameras that are able to instantly put a face to a name. Yeah. Now the Chinese are also ranked, given a mark out of a possible 950 points. A score in the 700s is considered good, around the 500 mark is not. For now, the number is a sort of bank credit rating, keeping track of everyone's spending habits. I think being ranked is a good thing. A society has to have rules. It forces us to be well-behaved. It may seem scary, but it's just like that here. We're used to it. And anyway, we don't have a choice. But in an effort to keep all of its subjects in line, Beijing is taking the system a step further in 2020. It's aggregating data gathered by banks, private companies, and the state to rate if someone's a good or bad citizen. By using the most data possible, the so-called... Okay, so now you see uh, Yuval Noah Harari. He says this during a recent interview. Watch this. Money itself is just a cultural idea. And we learn it in, in the last few months. You know, Putin has accumulated these hundreds of billions of dollars as a war chest preparing for this war for years. And it was astounding to see how the financial system can just freeze this money. And it makes you think, what is money? I mean, he thought he had all this money and apparently he doesn't. So you can see now how the weaponization of money is uh, coming very soon here. Uh, let me hit play. Yep. This is December 13th, folks. December 13th. 
the nature of money is going to change quite dramatically. The old systems of, uh, of trust and of ownership uh, will have to adapt radically. So I know we've just covered a lot of ground. Uh, it, it, what are your what are any questions that you think your listeners might have about what we've covered? Because I mean, they're going to weaponize money. They're, they're going to weaponize money. Um, I, I will tell you really, really quickly. I had a I I did a thing about this, uh, and I can't verify whether it's true. It's not true, but certainly the model seems like where they want to go. And it was these supposed leaks about a digital UBI that was attached to a social credit system. And I, I had posted links to it because I think that people need to at least be cognizant that these are kind of the plans. And if they, this isn't real, that it is a model for where they want to go. Um, so the social, you, you talked about the you know social credit system in China. And mm -hmm. of course the executive order says that, you know, we're going to have a digital currency. So now the big right. concern is that, are we going to be limited like a UBI type situation where people are doled out a certain amount? And then, you know, they, if they right. have a, the social credit then, or well, tied to the code, carbon credit and it gets, let me give an example. That. Let me give an example real quick. And I'm, I'm so sorry if you hear any praise and worship in the background. My building is a church on Thursday. So that's what that is. Oh, um, well, awesome. <laughs> so you think about, let's talk about AOC. Okay, yeah. so your brother doesn't know who AOC is. You haven't looked her up. You haven't thought about her. That's that's fair. Her name is Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> right. Um, if you look into her background before becoming a U.S. representative, uh, she was uh, a bartender, a right. waitress, a entrepreneur with backed taxes. Mm -hmm. So under this system that we're moving into, because this is the system they want us to move into. She basically showed up in politics. I don't know what she did or had to do to get to that position. Supposedly her brother submitted for a casting call, but that's the story. Submitted for a casting call. To, to be in Congress, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> she, though, shows up. And if you ever hear her talk, you know there's not a lot there. If you ever hear her speak spontaneously, it's never a good thing for her. Um, mm -hmm. But she now is awarded money based upon conforming with the narrative. Totally. Think about it. So she doesn't offer any value. She doesn't sell a product, doesn't sell a service, doesn't solve problems for humanity, doesn't improve the lives of anybody, but somehow she develops or earns a salary of about $193,000 a year mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. just be herself. Plus right. she gets bulletproof health care, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Now, if she speaks against the narrative, Right. Out loud. If she were ever to come out and say, hey, by the way, we're destroying America. I don't agree with this. I had a coming to Jesus mm -hmm. moment. She would immediately lose her job. Right. So another example would be um, you see a lot of mainstream people like Lou Dobbs, one of the best mm -hmm. investigative reporters of our lifetime, Lou Dobbs. He continued to speak out against corruption and all of a sudden he doesn't have a job. Right. Um, another example, you'd see NFL players right now. You see, I mean, uh, you see players that have spoken out about the vaccine or the shots. And all of a sudden they have a hard time finding a job. Mm -hmm. um, another example would be uh, I post something on Facebook. You post something on Facebook. We get our account suspended for seven days or 14 days. YouTubers have been demonetized because I've they kicked the off. There you yeah. go. So now that will happen with your bank account. So, again, you yeah. have said something in the past or currently. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're saying something and all of a sudden you lose the ability to spin. Now, now, you've all know Harari calls this a digital dictatorship. He actually calls it that. 
Um, he doesn't mince words about it. He actually calls it, and he celebrates the idea of having a total totalitarian. Um, so let me let me hit play here so yeah. you can see and Yuval Noah Harari. Before you play it, I will just say that you know the 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 great thing for them about these types of dicta uh, digital dictatorships, a, a lot of them have AI controls, is they can do things like what YouTube will do. They'll pull something up that may have been from six months, a year ago, two years ago, and use that as a reason to demonetize or deplatform you. Exactly. Here we go. Now, in a way, this was a dream of dictators and totalitarian regimes throughout history. But they never they were never able to actually accomplish this. Even if you have a KGB agent following you around 24 hours a day, they still don't really know what's happening inside you. And technically, you can't have a KGB agent following every Soviet citizen around 24 hours a day because you don't have 200 million KGB agents. It's impossible. Now it is becoming possible. It's possible for the first time in history to follow everybody all the time. He's ex so excited about this. And that's why inside the COVID-19 shots were biosensors. There's RNA modifying nanotechnology. Listen to Yuval Noah Harari say out loud to a reporter that privacy is over. Watch this. We are great. We have these wonderful high-tech companies. We make a lot of money out of it. It raises our, our, our power in the world. What can be wrong with it? This debate about um, privacy versus security is as old as civilization, you can say. But there is something new now. For the first time in history, it's possible to completely eliminate privacy. It was just never possible before. And it is possible now. Something fundamental has changed. Mm -hmm. When dictators always dreamt about completely eliminating privacy, monitoring everybody all the time and knowing everything you do and not just everything you do, but even everything you, you think and everything you feel, whether it's a tyrant in ancient Greece or whether it's Stalin, they always dreamt about it. They could never do it because it was technically impossible. Now it's possible. He loves this. And final clip I have here. This is you all know. And they right. seem to be so excited about it. The people listening. Correct. The people are. The thing is, I think the people that are doing these interviews are uh, somewhat coached up to ag agree, or maybe they're missing a soul. I don't. I don't know. But let me hit play here. This is, you know, to understand how a virus works. He's talking about the virus and COVID at the Athens Democracy Forum. Then he just lets it rip. He says this. Maybe in a couple of decades, when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored, that we agreed to be surveyed all, all the time, not just in authoritarian machines, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Because really, we haven't seen anything yet. So that's that's where we're headed here. That's what this is all about. So we go back to the beginning of the conversation. We open up our book to Revelation. And it says, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead, that no man might buy or sell, say that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name or 
here's the wisdom. Let him that hath the understanding count the number of the name for, for the number of the beast, for it is the n- number of a man, and his number is 603 score and six. So they have a technology now called WalletMore, and WalletMore is a product being pushed by the World Economic Forum. And this is how the product works. This is WalletMore. Trending today at 623, a British company has an idea that would let you ditch your wallet or purse and still be able to pay for things. Hmm. But as you can imagine, not everyone's on board with this one. And here's why. They're selling microchips to implant under your skin. The company WalletMore says the $300 chip is the size of a grain of rice. You'd most likely have it implanted in your hand. And once it's activated, you can use it at a checkout by just swiping your hand over the card reader. So I would love this because I never know where my debit card is. Yeah. <laughs> in one of their wallets. So if I could put it right in my hand, I'd be happy about it. Oh, oh wow. Okay. And then right here you see, um, just so we're clear, you know, you're looking for the number 666. We need to be looking for that, you know, as, as Christians, believers, whatever the Bible tells it, tells you, it says, let him this says, let him that hath understanding count the count the number of the beast for it is the number of a man and his number is 603 score and six and so when you look up the logo for google the google chrome logo is 666 if you look at it you see it right there the google chrome logo let's type this in google chrome chrome logo yeah okay and 666 and bam you can see the Google Chrome logo is six six six. There it is. Totally. Boom. Yep. And if you and if you see that Microsoft has a patent with a W zero two zero two zero zero six zero six zero six. Yep. Uh, publication number for a cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body. Uh, yep. The word yep. Corona is six six six. A lot of people don't. I can't pull that up. But the word. Let me pull this up here. The word uh, Corona. Corona is six six six. For anybody out there that looks at the word mm-hmm. Corona numerically, the word Corona yep. is. 666. If you add up C's of three, O's of 15, R's and 18, O's of 15, N's of 14, A's of one, six letters added up at 66. You say, uh, well, Congress is working on legislation called HR 666 to basically make you capitulate with the uh, critical race theory. Um, also, they're working on legislation mm-hmm. called HR 6666. That's four sixes. Mm-hmm. Um, CERN has the logo. 666 you go what cern has it cern actually has a logo 666 for anybody who hasn't looked at the cern logo in a while yeah. uh the world economic forum their logo is 666 and the world economic forum is located 6.66 miles away from cern mm-hmm. uh these are all so again i mean if, if you if you have ears to hear and you're able to see well the www the World Wide web which was created by cern um, their logo, the, the, the WWW is 666 because in yeah. Hebrew, the W is six. So it's WWW is 666. So all I can say in, in closing today is if you love this country, and I know you do, you need to share with everybody you know tonight, Executive Order 14067. Everybody needs to know about that. Every elected official needs to be fighting back against that because can once that, it? um I believe if you have senators and congressmen that are on our team, if there is any left, um, they would be able to make such a stink about it. They could potentially push it back, negate mm-hmm. it, question the constitutionality of it. There's yeah. a lot, you know, but we, we need to be pushing back. And people ask, you know, Clay, why are you doing these Reawaken America Tour events? Mm-hmm. It's because we are literally you, I, us, we're all trying to save America. Yeah. And that's why if you go here to timetofreeamerica.com and you request a ticket, you can name your price. Every single event we do, you can pay whatever you want to pay. We've got Washington coming up in September. We've got October, Mannheim, Pennsylvania. And then also we got some free tools for you. 
If you want to share everything we went over tonight, you can download this for free at timetofreeamerica.com called The Great Reset versus The Great Reawakening. Or you can download the documentary called The Great Reawakening versus The Great Reset. You can watch the documentary for free tonight also at timetofreeamerica.com. Amazing. I, I want to ask you one other thing. You you always say that uh, COVID-19 is a certification of vac vaccine ID AI, right? I where where do we find that and can you drive that home for people because people sure. you know patriots still think that you know they yeah. need to go get tested it's a virus and okay yeah. well covid it stands for certificate of vaccination mm -hmm. id ai so one is an a right nine, nine is an is i so someone says well how, how do you get that everything they're doing is about wanting you to put rna modifying nanotechnology shots inside your body all of it yep I don't know if you've covered the self-replicating nanobots that are now available that it can be injected into humans. Have you have you covered that yet? Uh, yeah, and I I've gone down the weeds with Charles Lieber's, you know, yeah. patents and so yeah. I'm just saying. So, you know, what they're wanting to do is just keep testing you and testing you to see if you have a certificate of vaccination yeah. ID, and then the one is an A, and the nine is an I. It's all about AI, right? And so I think that people not seeing this. Our people don't want to see it at this point. I mean, yes, they're not yes. going to Adolf Hitler didn't come out and say, we are here today to uh, begin uh, killing everybody who is a good person. He didn't do that. <laughs> he, he started off with this. Re I'll pull this up real quick. A lot of people don't know this. He started off with this ridiculous yeah. narrative that there was an epidemic that was spreading and they needed to stop it for the health of the Germans. Yeah. And so a lot of people don't tuberculosis. They're going, oh, it's spreading and people are going to die. Yep. And we have to stop this. And so for your safety, the Jews were diseased. That's literally how he started this campaign. Yep. Correct. And they're going to do it again. Mm -hmm. They're trying to say the unvaccinated are diseased. And that's why Auschwitz, if you go to Auschwitz, it was called the Auschwitz quarantine camp. Yep. And so everybody needs to know the history. They're just doing the same thing again. This hasn't changed at all. And this is the same people behind it, or it's their children. So, yeah, absolutely. Un unbelievable. unbelievable. But again, I thank you so much for carving out time uh, for me. Uh, you absolutely are an investigative journalist uh, extraordinaire. And I, I open thank invitation you. to you. Any event you want to come to, I will get you media access, no charge. Also, I'll get you via a backstage pass so you can meet a lot of the speakers because you've really that. been opening up a lot of doors um, in terms of your, 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 your research goes down a rabbit hole that somebody else probably wouldn't have gone through. And when they open up one door, it leads to another door and another door. And I think you're doing a great job exposing the corruption. So thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I so appreciate everything you do and for spending your time with me today and my audience. Hey, thank you. And I, it was great to see you in person, by the way. It's great to meet you. You too. Likewise. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.